0: How successful do you think European or international operators
1: can be in this market over time? John, do you want? I think it's going to be tough. Um, You know, in order to be successful, I think you need one of a few things. You need a brand, you need a database, uh, potential integration into a casino to get that footprint in traffic. Obviously, you need a good product. uh, And you need to be suitable. Right, I, you know, I think some of the state governments are now taking a longer look at some of these companies that are siphoning cash off of from China. Um, so it's gonna be challenging, you know. And people, I'm actually quite impressed with what Joe has been able to pull up in Jersey because no one really knew where William Hill was in, in Jersey. Um, and I think there's gonna be a couple of, of uh, companies, like Stars Group, they have a good product, they just bought Skybet, they have the Poker Stars. Uh, database, which has been a little encumbered with the, new, the recent Wire Act decision. Uh, maybe Point Spent. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. They're an Australian company of a great product, great marketing team. But I think it's gonna be tough for, for these guys. And, and it gives me more, I don't know, it makes me more excited about some of the assets that uh, the retail locations have, which I think play pretty well in the long term to try to get a piece
2: of this business. look I think there's obviously going to be winners and losers. nobody knows you know, how, how it's going to shake out. Um, I think clearly understanding the American culture and, and the American customer is important uh, and, and you know what works in the UK for instance may not transfer over and work in the US margin being the one that we talked about earlier um, but you know, there's a lot of smart people putting a lot of money. Uh, into this space and, and uh, yeah, some clearly will be successful and, and others not. Okay,
0: last one for me then. Uh, what, um, what role do you think media companies will play in the,
1: in the market here? John, do you want to start with that one since, since your background? Sure, you know, I, I think major roles, yet yeah, I'll call it passive. You know, obviously sports media companies will be one of the, the major beneficiaries of this new industry. You know, they're gonna do what they always do, generate ads and sponsors. Uh, uh, and 15% of all of our you know, top line potentially goes to these guys in advertising. And, you know, it's the best place to advertise is probably around the sporting event on, on TV. Um, so I think they're gonna do well. I think what we're noticing in you know, my experience at, at Comcast NBC Universal there's a line that most of these media companies will go up to until they have to get licensed, right? And those are things like, you know, licensing their brand operators or doing web share deals where they actually have a economic interest in the, in the actual uh, betters. You know, besides the score, which is doing something incredible and in, in kind of merging a, a betting platform into their awesome media app. You guys should download it if you don't have it. I think that you're going to see fewer media companies kind of get to the point where they're doing crazy, you know, operator-esque type of things. No oh, NBC back yet? I mean, I haven't been there for three months, so things could have definitely changed. It depends if Brian Light, Brian Roberts wants to get his entire world, you know, uncovered by the uh, Pennsylvania regulators. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously a huge role in this moving forward, I think. Uh, content will always be king, right? Just great custom content. I think shows, it's amazing to see just in 12 months how many shows there are about just straight-up sports betting. Um, lock it in. We name it. There's, content has changed so dramatically in the first 12 months. It's going to be really interesting to see how it changes uh, over the next three years. But uh, for sure, they're going to benefit a lot from uh, sports betting, benefit from advertising dollars, from um, everyone in this space. And I think there's gonna be a lot of innovation around uh, the shows and betting and uh, what you see
2: here. And I don't have a whole lot to that. Obviously, there's a role for, for media companies in this space, given that people are watching sports or are more likely to bet on sports. Pretty simple.
0: Okay, anybody got any questions for these uh, esteemed gentlemen?
3: Hello, uh, Baruša Shabazan. Uh, we're an Eastern Europe large affiliate, and I'm interested. Are there any plans uh, on affiliate programs?
4: And what are the? Uh, you mentioned revenue share. What is the revenue share you're thinking about, or CPA? Is are going to pay to affiliates? As low as
0: possible. That's a pretty easy one. Thank you. Yeah, it's for sure. It's mean, affiliates... really comparable to you. No, affiliates in the US are uh, very successful right now. Um, the cost per acquisition of a customer is very high. Just because there's really a lot of, everyone's just competing for mobile in New Jersey right now. Um, so I think affiliates have definitely won. Um, but I think, you know, long-term, that whole model is gonna have to uh, normalize and come down. And uh, But there's, that's, a, that's definitely a big industry. I, you know, I, I imagine in the US, it's gonna continue to be a big industry
2: but yeah, cost as low as possible is what we would do. I agree. Yeah, look, I, th- I think obviously you have the licensing aspect which will, will differ state by state and what types of deals uh, are to be done. Uh, and and it, it is something that, that, that some folks are doing in New Jersey, but I also think there's like way too much attention being paid to New Jersey. I mean, it is, it's, a, it's a great state. I'm here now. I used to come here as a kid. It's you know, a wonderful state. John's from here, but it's you know it is one of fifty, right? And so uh, you know there, there's just this you know over attention being being focused, and I you know it's it's you know the first state outside Nevada to have you know, sports betting, and it certainly you know uh, merits a fair bit of attention. Uh, the Meadowlands, Jeff Jeff is sitting here in the front row, tremendous retail location, right? You, you'd you'd love to have a retail location like the Meadowlands, um, but uh, it's, it, I think it is getting a disproportionate amount of attention, um, uh, considering you know, all the other states that are either active now or will be coming online in the not-too-distant future. be interested to see how long that, that holds. I've sort of said before, to some extent, New Jersey is like you know, going to Iowa for Democratic presidential candidates right now. Like, you know, a lot of people, I think, you know, have this view that you got to go to New Jersey and establish your bona fides in New Jersey to then sort of go on elsewhere. Uh, uh, much like um, uh, presidential candidates have historically done, um, but I, I think you know, you'll you'll see a scenario. I, I believe where some some companies will do very very well in some states and not as well in other states too. This is not going to be a national market for at least as I see it in the in the in the coming years, uh, and so you'll you'll have regional disparities uh, as well.
4: Hey everyone, Chris Cassian, gamblingnumberone.com, and I am thrilled to be here in beautiful Costa Rica with our good friend Matt Morandi from PremierPerHead.com. Matt, how are you? Chris, what's going on? How are you, sir? Glad to be here. Big fan. Are you really? Yeah, oh, you better be. Yeah. Well, we're big fans of yours too. Listen, Matt, tell us about yourself and how you got into the bookmaking industry. Me, first of all, let me tell you that he runs one of the biggest paperheads out there. They've been yes. on Gambling 911 for four years now. And he's going to tell us about his background in this business.
3: Great, great, yes. Um, basically, uh, bring it all the way back. Basically, started in the business when I was 16, basically from right on the streets in New York. That's how it started. i always been in love with two things, sports and gambling. I never wanted to do anything else. I learned the hard way that I didn't want to learn to do anything else, but I now know this, there's nothing else for me but these two things for the rest of my career. But yeah, I've been pretty much involved with every aspect of the business. Now I'm talking the sports betting business. Yes. Not just the paperhead business. Uh, from lines to sales, up close in Vegas to where I am right now is offshore in Costa Rica. And basically from running my own shop.
4: You used to start at 16. How old are you now, may I ask? You're still 34. A young guy. 34. 34. Yes. 34. And, again, where are you from? You're, you're from Queens? Originally from Queens, yes. Okay. Yeah. And always there, and... But that's my home. Okay.
3: So, yeah. You know, I consider that home. Probably won't say any other city, even though I probably spent more time in other cities over the
4: course of my life,
3: but New York will always be home to me. Okay. Yes,
4: definitely. Okay, so let me ask you: You you started sixteen. I imagine like most bookmakers, you were on the street, you taking bets, is, doing yeah. paper or whatever. I don't I don't want to get into details of how you do it. Okay, now you're doing this. Um, let me ask you: How has uh, how has paperheads changed this industry? Well, paperhead basically is.
3: Uh, the software that is, in my mind, absolutely necessary to run your own sportsbook business—other word for a bookmaking business—you um, need a paperhead company in today's world in order to survive as a bookmaker. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Yeah, right. Back in the day, it wasn't the case. Um, there was wire rooms. All sorts of other stuff going on. Um, well, yeah.
4: they, they, they can't do this with live sports betting, live in play. A guy can't sit there and be taking bets like he's. Yeah, yeah. The, the,
3: the industry has totally changed, basically, where you need a paperhead company. For, that is one of the reasons. Yeah, correct.
4: How do you get these old school bookmakers to deal with you guys? Because huh. you're a young guy it's like, you know how it is. They're setting their ways. Let, let's compare it,
3: uh, I say it like this. They're going to conform. The old school guys, they're going to perform no matter what. I, I put, You can compare it to this. Um, if you're a successful bookmaker in your old school today, you've adopted the fact, and this is just an example, that Uber is in the business along with taxis. You've mm-hmm. adopted to the changes of what it takes mm-hmm. to be a, a Uber driver or a taxi driver. A lot of these taxi drivers got eaten up. That's with totally Uber. yeah. So not being aware, not being ahead of the business. and. You have to be willing to adopt change. Mm-hmm. If you are you're surviving, yeah, you know, you gotta be on top of your game.
4: How do you How do you get these guys to do that? They're old school. They're totally like I said. They're set in their ways. Well, you
3: either do it or you die, basically. Okay. Or your business dies. I'm just giving you an example. That's what's gonna happen. The people that are gonna adopt the changes are gonna be successful. They move on. And the rest die off.
4: I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna throw you off a little bit. Yeah. Do you, What's your oldest customer? Do you know the age of your oldest customer? Seventy. Yeah. So they're like really. Yeah. These are sure. people that probably don't know how to use a computer.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> so I, are I willing to to give in, either either get help from me, or be schooled by like people that are under them. Mm-hmm. They're willing to adopt the change. These guys, yeah, they wouldn't be here if it wasn't. Yeah, totally. One of the
4: main things right now I hear is that the in-play is really big. Obviously, like um, these guys, the corner bookie, he he's not gonna be take. He, he cannot take a bet every second or whatever it is. It, it, the technologies there. What? How has in-play changed the industry? Do you okay. don't you think that's the main the main thing that's helped build the paperhead sector? It's a major part of of meeting
3: the paperhead. Mm-hmm. But live wagering. I know what you're talking about. It play live live wagering, live wagering yeah. Live wagering is the present and the future. Meaning it's being used now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And will be used even more in the future. What's going to happen is it's gonna be like uh, a, I'm trying to get the best word for it, but but there's gonna be like some sort of evolution Mm -hmm. where the traditional bookmaking software and the live software gets put into one Mm -hmm. system. right? And basically the live platform acts as the major, the major function and the Mm -hmm. pre-market material will just be added into the live. Like before the game, um, you'll be able to bet pre-market on the live platform. Okay. And then go right into live betting. So it'll be all in one, right in the gambler's face, like 100% engagement. Is this stuff you're working on? Absolutely. It's been worked on. It's been Not worked on. Not by me that. personally. Yeah, I, know. I run a paper head shop. Yeah, but there are the live programmers that that are into the live wagering platforms. Mm-hmm. That that's their end game. That's their goal is to get it like that eventually. The same thing with my platform. That is the eventual goal.
4: What um what percentage of your business do you think is in in play? Do you know? I heard what at one point used to like fifty. Uh, over 50% oh, when it first I, start coming out when it first game popular? I would say basically... I've seen guys in New York City they're like, they're I, crazy. They're working on it.
3: The percentage of people that play in play yeah. along with pre-market along with anything else is probably 70 to
4: 80%. Okay. Even if they're
3: playing pre-market they're playing in game too. Yeah. Okay. I get 20%. That's
4: a fair number. 80% of people are, are playing the game. Right, good. Hey, so Matt, um, I guess you know by now, the US legalized sports betting almost a year ago today. Right? Uh, probably about a year, one month. Huh. So you guys are pretty much, the bookmakers done, no? This is where I'm gonna, he's going to be set off. Our way to This <laughs> is where he's going to get really mean. But the bookmaker's done, I mean, right? We're interview. done. Legal, legal wagering. The state of New Jersey, is why I took the interview. <laughs> oh, Joe, really? Here we go. This
3: is, this is something that's been oh, this on is my mind <laughs> for a while. Uh, basically, like, the fireworks show that's going on right now.
4: You said shit show. You can say yeah. bad words on here. We... Yeah, the the, <laughs> the, fire, he the, it's
3: the the absolute firework right. circus okay. that's going on is just like get one hand up, look at here. Hey, wow, it's been going on forever. Yeah, this is just another. To me, like, to be honest with you, I don't know. How, I'm gonna go off on a couple different things, but it's. To me, it's another overhyped government fueled pickpocket attempt. Mm -hmm. Let's say maybe uh, maybe a pickpocket attempt. This is Sportsman has been going on forever. Of course. Successfully.
4: what makes you guys so bad? Is it, are you doing the same thing that they're doing? Are they doing, doing the same thing doing you're doing? I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> so, why are you, why are you the, the bad guy? I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> I've heard these add Why, saddles, am, I, I why saddles, am I the bad like, guy now? You're the, you're the bad guy. Why am I the Because you're not, not paying a license?
3: The bad guy right now is because um, they made it legal.
4: Uh, okay. Just a
3: flip of a switch, they made it legal. So, we're the bad guy. Uh huh. And they're the good guy. Meanwhile, we're doing the same thing. And let's talk about the moral aspect that they played with the legality for years because it wasn't a moral thing to do. Uh But now all of a sudden it is moral?
4: (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why you pay a tax and it's moral? It's even moral, Matt, it's even moral to place bets, from what I understand, at Wrigley Field. It's going to start offering betting with families. you are got to bring your kids. Going to bring... I don't even know if you would do that, man. You The Major League Baseball, two years ago, I, know, I want to say it was a Post. It was, may have been the Daily News. Uh, somebody did a great report the other day. So of course you're going to say, Why, where is your moral high ground? Two years ago, sports betting horrible, bad. Now you have kiosks at Wrigley Field. Right. Where you got to be taking bets. Right. What? What? And look look, I think you're probably all for it. We're all for it, it's fine. Me too. But why are you yeah. But why are you guys the bad ones? We are
3: the bad ones because it's simply legal now to do. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, let me let me let me touch on a couple things. The black market American sports betting Industry has been going on forever. There's true professional... It's the second oldest profession,
4: right? There's
3: true professional bookmakers mm-hmm. that have been operating. The bookmakers that have been operating for years that have stand-up reputations and stuff like that. The government has brought in these, um, these euro books yeah, yeah. To run an American gambling lands, a landscape in in the American gambling business, they I've seen such jokes.
4: Uh
3: huh. I've seen just absolute like, like butchered. This they butchered basically. Uh huh. They have, they they're bringing a system that works in Europe. So a U.S. gambler mindset, it doesn't work
4: mm-hmm.
3: okay. They're cutting guys off and of betting five dollar wages. Five dollars, so five dollar wages. They're cutting them off.
4: This is mostly in New Jersey
3: right now, right? Yeah, you see these. He, you got a guy, you got good professional gamblers out there that actually post about this.
4: This spanky is really good. I've seen,
3: I've seen, a really good guy. He, he's, Meadow a heavy, he's a heavy, he's a heavy He's a happy man. He's yeah. a professional batter. Has been
4: booted from
3: everything. Yeah, but he knows what, the, knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, exactly. But guess what? He's got to be...
4: He's got to be catered to hmm Just because... He, he's done tapes. He's actually done videos. Showing his phone. He's showing his phone what um, what's going on. He, it's really good stuff. I got to tell you. Look up Spanky. Um, I forget. It. I don't know his Twitter account, but... Spanky on Twitter, Sports Betting, you can find it. It's, he, it's really good. He actually shows videos of him getting booted from William Hill. Uh, we were talking about this when, when I was up in New Jersey. He was saying uh, he, he gets booted for the same thing. And everybody, every everybody who's won in Sports Betting has been booted. I'd be surprised if anybody's still able to play, at least yeah. in New Jersey. Let's see. He'll probably end up trying to go to Pennsylvania now that they're starting to open – uh, they open two. They're opening well, mobile wise. They're opening two sports books. Uh, they're, they're doing testing right now, mobile. Sure. Uh, I mean, Chris, my mind
3: is basically not focused on that. Focused on my product. Yeah, but like I said, I just I had to touch on.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like the, uh, I don't know if I even have the right word. The hypocrisy. Uh, no, it's
4: totally hypocrisy.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, you a good street booking basically that has been around the local degenerate stiffed him three or four times already. Yeah. You know, he's he's as professional as they get. Yeah. He's as profitable as they get.
4: And that's built, that's kicked into their business. That's that's baked, baked, not baked. Yeah. That's baked into their business that that's going to happen. Yeah,
3: if you're a professional and you've been in the American, you've been in the American gambling landscape, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. Not the, the European books. You know, you got European books coming over, paying $40, $50 million licensing fees. Mm-hmm. I mean, and taxes. $50 million is going to weigh on the customer that's betting. Mm-hmm. It's going to weigh on the tax dollars. It's going to weigh on everything. A good street book you offers you a fair value with none of those fees.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, it's been around for general. I'm not saying something that's fucking... Not new, right? You know, just, it is what it is, mm-hmm. and I just keep the fireworks show that they they bring with it. This this circus of something new, yeah, something new, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something. Maybe you talk about it. Nineteen hundred, 1900, nineteen twenty might be something new.
4: I <laughs> yeah, yeah, think yeah. it's
3: been going on even before then.
4: That's a really, yeah. And we've already had controversies. We had, uh, I think it was FanDuel wouldn't pay some guy because it, the, the lines got screwed up or the, the, um, whatever it was online, he was trying to place a bet. They allowed him to take a bet. He should not have placed, but they took it. They had to pay some crazy amount. They didn't want to pay at first. It came under pressure from people like, I hate to say it, but gambling on one, but other sites, the same thing. and. You know what? It's the same thing. You guys would have paid it, or yep. or the guys offshore would have paid that. I it's mean, their mistake. It, and yeah. it was not it wasn't something it was not something absurd what this guy did. He did not bet a crazy line. It was a fair line what he bet. It was not the right line, but anybody could've done it. You gotta you gotta that's your fault.
3: A hundred percent. to be licensed. And on the streets bookmaking? You earned yeah. your place, basically. Yeah. I mean, the underground scene is strong mm-hmm. for a reason. It's going to remain strong. Um, it's it's just crazy of what what I what I've been seeing. How how all of a sudden um, excuse me.
1: Okay, yeah. Wow! Well, all
3: of a sudden, basically like. You've got government officials. All right, you, you've legalized this thing. Okay, mm-hmm. so you legalize legalized this. And you would go after... You would go after bookmakers. Let's say, I'm giving you just examples. You go after bookmakers uh, on a level from 1 to 10. Let's, gi- let's give it a 5. You go after bookmakers on level 5. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, now... You have big players involved.
4: The William Hills. The William Hills. DraftKings, FanDuel. You
3: got those guys who got money, who hire, who get into these businesses, they get the government officials, they get the lobbyists Mm -hmm. to lobby for like stronger bookmaking laws just because it's legal. Mm-hmm. So you're doing, they're doing, they're going after guys harder. They're making that level of five to let's say a ten now.
4: The local, putting bookmaker, pressure the local on, bookmakers, local bookmakers, they're going after harder.
3: By you making it a five to a ten, usually there's grounds like, oh wow, something serious is going on. Mm-hmm. No. What's serious is, is that you made it, and you want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm the guy that's telling you, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, basically. I'm st- it's like, enough's enough. Right. Like, we know the game. We understand it. We know how the, how the payoffs work. We know the corruption involved, And we know people are going to get, bookies are going to get cracked down even harder. Because you want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying no. Basically. It doesn't have to be like that.
4: Right. Are you are you finding um are you finding that this is something that's happening more so in let's say New Jersey? I, I'm not aware of any cases recently. Legal. Hundred percent. I really? mean that they're cracking down on bookmakers in New, the state of New Jersey. More is, now. Okay.
3: Just because it's legal. Mm-hmm. Which is
4: If you crack down more
3: because of a real reason, not because of greed, I'd say, oh, you know.
2: Yeah,
4: right.
3: Um, Okay, I understand why you picked up the pace. You picked up the pace so you can line your pockets, Mm -hmm. which is absurd to me, you know. It's absolutely absurd.
4: That's why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so... I'm 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 still honest because <laughs> I know it furies me. <laughs> it's I it just drives me nuts. I don't I don't I just don't get it. Um yeah. I um I I am just like wow I um uh, and I'm kind of shocked about the um the uh the hypocrisy. <laughs> I mean, we can just go, It's like, let me let me ask you this. Getting off the subject this is a depressing subject. What um, what if somebody's just getting into this? And oh, oh let me ask you this: Do you think this is like this? is This is um, is this a good time for a bookmaker get in the in the industry to start using paper? I mean, so let's just say I'm like I'm I'm a guy who's.
3: I wouldn't say it's a good time right now to get in. I'd say the spotlights
4: That's that what I are think, definitely
3: yeah. on sports betting. So it might help you in a way. But I mean, what it takes um, to be to build your own brand or sports book is uh, is something within it itself. I mean, on my YouTube channel uh, Premiere PPH, yes. On YouTube, I put out something, put it out maybe three or four months ago. On, I said it's five tips to become a successful and profitable bookie. And I, rem- I probably recommend anybody before they even start. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they think they're getting involved with it, they want to get involved with it. Definitely listen to that, because it's you know it's. It's not... The money doesn't just... Grow on trees. Now. It doesn't... It, yeah. there's a system. Like, there's a system to everything. And you have to put in that
4: work, you know? And I answer a lot of questions on that. And Just because, just because these guys don't have a sports, they think they could be a bookie. But what, what is, like, the back... they got to have a good back row. They got have, They probably have to have support. They gotta have somebody behind them. Maybe at first, well, they may have. They may get a great start. I, but I'm just yeah, saying, okay. like you don't. You never. I know. can get
3: into. I mean, I'm talking about straight black yeah. market. Yeah. Bookmaking. I'm not talking about the new bullshit that's going on now. No, I know. With these uh, Euro affiliates, <laughs> They no, become like some jerk off affiliate from one of these big companies. You end up paying more money to them. That's what's going to happen, but that's that's No, cool. I'm talking about I'm,
4: talking about, you, this I'm talking about the guy right down the street who's like, yeah. I got 20 buddies. They want to bet sports. I can't do it. I cannot offer live. I'm not a computer. I need a paper head like com I need these guys to help me. No problem. What do I and I'm the guy. I'm the guy with the 20 players. I mean, yeah. What do I
3: need? You need common sense. That's yeah. number 1. Okay. Hundred percent. If you don't have the common sense, uh, you're not gonna be able to deal with your clients, and you're gonna be put in impossible positions. For example, you give Charlie the burger flipper mm-hmm. at your local burger joint a five thousand dollar credit mm-hmm. when he makes five dollars an hour. Yeah, you 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 gave yourself and Charlie a big fucking problem. That's it. Mm-hmm. and that's not how to run a business you have to that's that's called profiling and stuff like that which you definitely get into um, also bank are is a huge uh, part of the thing before you even start you got to know how much of a bankroll you're working with and if you have a banker to cover your losses what do you what do you mean by banker? If you have a certain bankroll,
4: yeah,
3: and you feel it's not enough, you would want a banker in your in the back, but your guy is gonna is gonna be able to that can losses. maybe give you a loan or something like that. Not or? even a loan; he he gets a percentage of the business. Yeah, got you. I mean, yeah,
4: totally.
3: <coughs> for the available credit, and basically, you gotta be from day one, your reputation in the street business, and I don't care what it is, Mm -hmm. anything in the street, your reputation has to be gold. Mm -hmm. You have to be, your reputation is to pay your bills. A guy loses, you pay him. That's the number one thing that's gonna grow your business. Okay. I couldn't give anybody any other advice better than
4: that. Cut off a guy at five dollars? That's, that's
3: <laughs> what, There's nothing better than a bookie that pays his yeah. bills uh-huh. on time. You'll have customers for life. Yes. I've seen it. I've seen it
4: over and over again. Why, um, why would, um, I know the anonymous thing is very important for, for uh, gamblers. Why if, uh, why if these guys are legal and everything, why would they want to stay with the bookmaker? Um, yeah, like why would, uh, say, say New Jersey, yeah. Why, uh, oh, I have the app, why would I, um, well, why would go with Johnny down the street? Because oh, when you hit an 18 parlay yeah.
3: and you're supposed to get 100000 yeah, for the 18 parlay that you hit, you only get 75000 or a form
4: this is with illegal. legal yeah. this is with yeah. a legal or a form I, hate to say legal, but a license yeah, I don't regulated. even get into I'll it say you're
3: not even getting you're not getting what you're supposed to get mm-hmm. that's that's already done it's like a it's it's like it's hard enough to win mm-hmm. as a as a gambler or a sports better you're gonna you you're gonna pay you wanna pay taxes on winning? Yeah. And to finally get in there, get out of here. <laughs> yeah.
4: But your information's also you have to give your social security number. Which most everything. people don't want to do for any business. Like yeah. I don't wanna give I don't even wanna give my last four digits. And you know how easy. You hear these big companies So Sally wants to divorce
3: you, and he is down the line, she throws up your your record long uh,
4: betting history betting
3: history at the yeah. And and uses it against you. Right. It's a it's, I Don't want to think about that. It's actually invasive, but like I said, hey, it's out there with the circus show and the fireworks. Go ahead. If you want, if you want to pay more for less, I recommend doing it. <laughs> so basically, we're like getting back to what it takes. You got common sense you got bankroll and you got software and the software is where i come in yes the software is similar i have my competition but it's the people that are running the software that is going to help you make the money Mm -hmm. and basically I've been in here, I don't know, I've been in the industry for a while, mm-hmm. lost a lot, made a lot, customers come and go, and all those years of experience are in my software. Yes. It's, it's, it's your own. It's, it's, proprietary. My, it's, it's my own software, Yes, my own reports, um, going as a bookmaker myself in the past, te- uh, past ten, I don't know how to say it, but um, this is what would have helped me make more money. Mm-hmm. So I look at it like that. I look at it like I was in their shoes. This is what I need to see. This is the guy I need to flag. The faster you flag a problem, the more of a chance your money's going to increase at the end of the day. But we're all talking about the end game here. That's the bottom line. Um, having state-of-the-art sportsbook uh, is definitely necessary in today's, in today's world. People yeah. want nice shit. Yeah. They want to lose their money. They want to lose it to a fancy, pretty-looking site. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I bring to the table. I mean, anybody... I'd say you know I like to do I like to talk about sports and I like to talk about gambling mm-hmm. okay that's some of that's some of the, the two most favorite things I love to talk about yes pick up the phone and call me you want you have questions concerns you, so, you
4: have your number on the website yeah you go prepare, prepare. just pick up
3: the phone and call me
4: any time of the yeah, day? Yeah, I might tell you. I might, <laughs> Are we talk an hour? Can we talk an yeah, hour? It's a 24-7 service. <laughs> I
3: might tell you that you're, you're over your head. You shouldn't even. I don't, like, recommend starting a guy up to watch, watch him, like, blow up into a disaster within a month. I'm not in for it. I want the long-term client. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give him my advice how to stay long-term. The short-term game is not the right game, not in this business. You, if you're in it, you're building over time, you're grinding, you're putting it in work. At the end of the day, you want a business that is that is top-notch. Mm-hmm. The game to just keep rolling.
4: So, so Matt, what um, with the paperhead? Because paperhead business, so people don't know they don't. They are legal. They operate mostly as call centers, and um, they have servers. They offer websites, customized websites. One of the things they don't do is they don't handle payments. And with a bookie nowadays, think about it: you're using a paperhead service. The paperhead is licensed in, let's say, Costa Rica. There's other, there's other jurisdictions. Okay, you are uh, you're offering twenty four seven call uh, customer service whatever that is, uh, online service. Okay, but the, like I said, you're not doing the, the payments. Okay, you're doing everything. You're basically handling the bookmakers business, except the payments. They, they don't have the, the, back in the day, it used to be the wire rooms, they used mm-hmm. to get control, it used to be the, the tickets. They would come in, they find the tickets. They don't have it. That's all in place down in Costa Rica, where you guys are handling it. It's, it's uh, again, all legal. Even now, I would say, and I would argue, there's a good argument for this. Even now, you could say, oh, these guys still gotta pay whatever. However they pay, that's not your business. However, they pay these guys. Even now with crypto, I want you to touch on this a little bit. Crypto is kind of like you could do that anonymously. These guys can get paid through crypto, they get paid through a wallet. Mm-hmm. The book exposure today because of paperheads is so limited to virtually zero. Do you agree with that? All right. Let me stop you there. All right. Okay.
3: (laughs) All right. I'm not here to be a legal (laughs) advisor. You're not here to be
4: an attorney? I I, I got (laughs)
3: too much stuff going on in one day Uh to determine 50 different states (laughs) of their bullshit. (laughs) I really, really, I have to leave it at that. Yes. What I can provide you is software that puts money in your pocket. Exactly. Okay? Take it from there. Yourself. Uh-huh. Have, you know, go with it, run with it, don't run with it. I'm letting you know. My software puts money in your pocket. Okay. Bookmaking has been gone on forever. hmm We'll go on when I die, when you die. We'll go on.
4: We'll live for centuries. Mm-hmm. But but, but 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 I'm a bookie I know you're not. I know you're you're running a paperhead. I'm a bookie. I don't have to pay my guys cash for crypto, right? How has how crypto I've spoken to the sports book guys, the operators. Okay, the guys that actually take bets offshore as sports. Need... Crypto has changed the face of the industry. I, Are you seeing
3: I understand. Yeah. But I also understand it's gotta limit these it, guys' exposure. I don't have the knowledge and I get that. Um, to tell you about... Uh, crypto laws. Mm-hmm. Or... What the new laws for each state are. I I couldn't... I, whatever. You mm-hmm. know? I can just... Just touching on one thing. It's just the absolute hypocrisy that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's like... When the government... He wants to get their greedy hands How is it? in everybody's pocket. <laughs> Gambling becomes legal, uh-huh. but God forbid, like a hardworking guy T-small. start starts his own little street business without Big Brother and his lobbyist cronies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there comes there comes all the pressure now. It's it's just an absolute joke. No. It, by
4: the way, it's all in the name of morality. Of course, Remember? yeah. What of course. Joke. And Speaking of morality, we all know. We, we all know it's always been about one thing. <laughs> speaking <of> morality, let's get those four college kids. Those four college kids that no, you like, evil bookies, okay? Yeah. Did I not mention about the the families going to uh, Wrigley Field that are going to be placing bets at the kiosk? I want to... Tell me about the... uh, Tell me... These kids are in debt? You evil bookies are... Not the the paper. What do you... To be on morality, how do you feel about taking bets from young, impressionable, college-age kids, children? Did I children, but <laughs> He's like, hey, yes, did you just <laughs> mentioned Did you just mention morale? <laughs> at, uh, We're talking about morality. Come on. <laughs> at, uh, I know you have a lot to say. I happen to know for a fact you have a lot to say on this subject. Yeah. About college kids taking morale bets.
3: Morality. Uh, <laughs> uh, the two faced <laughs> officials that have spent basically a lifetime cracking down on local bookies like now it's like what a joke like go fuck yourself you're a joke you're a hypocrite and your odds right. and your payouts suck okay and as far as the college scene is concerned oh, I mean I can get into this too I mean
4: Go for it. College kids hold love back. To fucking gamble. <laughs> exactly. Okay, nothing's gonna stop them yeah, gambling. Nothing. How are you? I would say, and you've probably seen this. You know this. Some college kids that are book-making, because that's a, that's a, that's one of the few things they can do that can pay off their debts. Of ramen actually, loose. are able to pay off their debts yeah. as bo- yeah. as bookies. Something that William Hill—it's legal. William Hill does it. Why <laughs> is it not? Why is it not immoral? William Hill, I, I believe, they were in, uh, they're in London, I believe the minimum age there is 18. Most of it, most of the, um, the regulated is 21 and over for the states, okay, but William Hill, I'm pretty sure in London, I, I may be wrong about this, correct me if I'm wrong, they started 18, that's college age. Okay, what makes Will, William Hill taking bets from these young impressionable college students? Okay, William Hill is making good money, these kids, these college kids are, a lot of them, are bookies. Or that's how they make money. Good for them. Mm-hmm. More power to them. Yeah. They're and, paying off these any, debts.
3: anybody, and anybody, I've seen, uh, the, whole, the whole thing, the whole college scene, it, it's... It's racking debt, you kids. This is just by personal. Yeah, well, it's not just your. are right. It's two, happening. Two it's cents, happening. You're right? 100% right. On uh, what, what college does. When college, the federal government, they give away millions of dollars to these college kids, right, mm-hmm. to go to school. Um, basically, you can go fucking bankrupt. Literally file bankruptcy and still have that debt. No, Totally. Is that I mean and you're giving you're letting the kid you're letting the kid and then you're getting the parents then you're getting the parents that back their kid to take these loans mm-hmm. because it's the right thing to do, you gotta to go to college. Now they're stuck in all this debt, they're a slave to debt. Um I mean, just in the position, the experiences I had if, it, it's very hard to say because you're trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. but it's like yeah you're not, why are you putting me in all this debt Well, I don't even know what I want to do yet yeah right like go fuck yourself <laughs> you know like literally like mom dad, relax like I don't need to be 50 large before I'm 21
4: uh huh
3: yeah you know? it's that's my personal opinion but most it. people are that's the crazy exactly. thing most well, people are If it helps in a way to be a bookie as a college kid, I can tell you one thing. There's no better market to get involved with as a college kid Mm -hmm. than to host your own uh, bookmaking shop to college parents. They're uneducated.
4: Mm -hmm. But most of them
3: are uneducated.
4: Educated.
3: And your clientele is usually populated in a small area. Yes. It's dense with a lot of people. Like, there you, if, if there is ever a way to start a business, that would be the best opportunity. Is, is to have a million leads. Well, not a million, but you have thousands of leads in a small area and you know where to go get them.
4: Yeah. It's cold. Yeah, unless maybe you're, in, uh, you're going to school in Alabama, where your teams always win. I mean, they're always gonna be betting the school. No matter what
3: Sure And you're always Going to be booking
4: uh-huh.
3: And eventually The bookings Are always going to win If But This other Technical Things But if Put it this way If someone's betting Their favorite team Yes They're not going to be An overall winner In the end. Correct
4: NBA, Even in like Even a team like The they'll Chris Todd Or Clemson Tigers If they just keep Betting them every week yes. They're still going to win They're not always Going to cover That's the thing
3: you're going to be a loser. Mm-hmm. You're going to be... the bookie, you're going to be profitable.
4: Yeah. Correct. All right. Matt, tell us... Uh, tell us a little bit more about Premier Per Head and uh, what differentiates you from the competition there's a couple dozen other Me. paper heads. Really? Me. That's why it. is that? <laughs> tell us why, Matt. Why? Uh, everybody
3: offers similar products. Uh-huh. My competition offers similar products. I just offer... It better mm-hmm. I am obsessed with it I'm obsessed with my product I I do what it takes to update put together the very best software for you to make the most money with I put agents in a position oh, I put bookies in a position to push their agents that make money mm-hmm. I've done it all. Okay. I've literally done it all. I've been agent, a runner, a better. And as I every single one of those people need good software. And and basically with a decent bankroll and a good head on your shoulders, you got a fucking good shot to really turn something around. I mean you, you gotta And I speak to the bookies that are out there already, that are not seeing the results they want to see Mm -hmm. as well. Give me a call. let me see what I can, let me take a look, let me see what I can do. See if any of my tools can help assist you basically better, just basically for better outcomes. Anybody can use a ham. Yeah, you know, anybody who uses a hammer, put to uh, the hammer and nail down. Okay. It might take one guy five times the hammer and nail down. It might take another guy ten. This how has fair, you know. I'm just the most efficient while offering the best. Okay. I mean, from reports pages to. To alert systems, to line movers, to in-house lines guys, to, it just keeps going. I mean, I got hundreds of reports. Yes. For you to break down. It, it's all for one thing. Mm-hmm. It's all for one thing. It's all for. It's all for. The, it's all for the bookmaker. To use. Um most important thing I'd say before using my software is you have to love going about it. If you don't love the process of like this whole thing, then you probably if you're in it for the quick money, you, you're not going to get
4: it. You're not going to last.
3: I'm going to save your money. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But the, there there are guys who are in a position that need an overhaul. Like I said, give me a call anytime. I'll take a look at it. We'll see what we can do. We'll see where the weak points are. we we'll see where the holes in your game are. Where the leaks, the cracks, the cheaters, the straps. We'll get them all for you.
4: Matt, I, I, um, I'm sure you're constantly getting new agents. But one of, the things I, uh, one of the things I'm hearing is that the agents themselves, because they have, they have betters under them, I'm hearing that their bet, their their head count is increased. Are you finding that pretty much across the board, that each agent's head count, the number of of players they have under them has increased over the past year? Are you seeing that? Overall? Yes.
3: And I'm speaking on... Let me speak on... Because it's basically multiple different things that would affect that. But if you're talking about a a successful bookmaker that does the right thing... Mm -hmm. It's always been increasing, and it's definitely been increasing a lot more lately since wow. the exposure. Yeah, and,
4: you're saying, saying, you're and doing, you think it is exposure? You're doing the, it right. The media knows. It's yes. more mainstream now. It's acceptable. You're seeing yep. ESPN. You're seeing a lot of. Uh, you're seeing it, some new betting programs come 100%. out.
3: If you're doing it right, you're doing it the right way. Um, you're, you're seeing an increase. Okay. The problem is that the spotlight's on sports betting.
4: 100 percent Very good. I want to know in closing what, uh, what we can expect from premierperhead.com over this next year growth what new, new products you're going to be offering why should our why should our you had told us you gave us some, some great information why our readers should join premierperhead.com. Our agents, yeah. our a- agent audience should come in there. Okay, what? I- what else? What else is gonna happen this next year? I'm gonna dominate the industry. <sighs> kind of more. are you? I mean, you guys, you guys have like, I, I was, I, I made a, I made a crazy remark. I, I said, triple to quadrupled in the last, I, in the last few years. Like your business has gone like crazy since you started. I said four years ago. You guys have, yeah. Yeah, Do you have you, numbers in the last year how you've grown or no? You may not have that I don't I'm have I don't have actual numbers Yeah no but in terms of percentage but wise It
3: takes a lot to satisfy me Okay Okay. I am I don't really I don't satisfy easily Yeah And it takes a lot
4: Do you want to be the only I, one? I, I
3: try to set <laughs> go- basically I set goals that are almost impossible to have. Okay And that's the way you, I mean that's the way you should be in business Uh huh you should be setting goals that that gonna, it's gonna take work.
4: Is there room for other paperheads, or do you want to just be the only one?
3: No, I love
4: competition.
3: <laughs> I, love, yes, I love competition because they put you on your game too. Yeah, you know, this are very other, very very good, successful paperhead companies. Yeah, but I am also one of them, but. I can give you the reason why, from my personal experience, put it, putting it into a software, um, and that that's what you get at. To me, it's private, it's priceless, because experience going into software is a, is a winning formula. And basically, um, Gambling in sports—they're here to stay. This business is here, you know. Premier's not going anywhere. Any—if you're booking, um, if you're booking, give me a call. Mm-hmm. If you need a question answered, give me a call. I don't need your business. If you wanna just say, want both free advice? I I I 100% don't mind sitting on a
1: phone.
4: Numbers on so the website. So With the guy that likes to
3: talk business, mm-hmm. because every every experience is like is to me like a learning lesson. Listening you. to guys, it all goes into it all goes into my product. And like if you're fantasizing about some get rich scheme, uh, I'm talking um, like the overnight. You ever see those TV shows where? I just saw one the other night where the, the priest, he, he, he's like a minister uh-huh. on TV.
4: Yeah.
3: And he's like, call the number and I'll heal you. <laughs> like, you know? Oh, that's real life. Yeah, like
4: you'll be a goal. It's about Sunday morning shows. Sunday,
3: so, like, like <laughs> I, I'm like, for all the people that paid for that.
4: Uh huh. They I are don't like to personally
3: big. extend an apology on behalf of the human race. <laughs> yeah? But I'm talking to basically the grinders, the hustlers, the go-getters. I mean, those are the people I want to work with. Yeah. I mean, with at the end of the day, it's all about hard work. It requires the dedication. It's a career choice without a doubt uh don't let anybody tell you that it isn't that, that i i because i could give you i have personal references i ain't giving you names but i got career-long career-long bookmakers and they don't do it for money they do it for the love of the business and that's and i would recommend anybody do what the hell you want to do no not matter who can if someone tells you not to second-guess that person and that's about it
4: yeah that's that's pretty much my strongest advice good man I appreciate it tell us tell us about the trial you have it uh, how long is the trial for that anybody wants to join premiere yeah, you want to uh,
3: you want to demo the software go to premiere it's a free demo you like, you like the site, you uh, you like the way it functions, you want to give it a shot, or you want to bring your guys over from another site, you feel like it's going to be better in the end, come on over. We do a quick transition, uh, we'll get you up and running in about, depending on the size of your previous package, or if you're brand new, you can be up and running in five minutes. Uh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. You take we offer four weeks free with a deposit. I believe the summer special is coming up, for the pre-football special, which is five weeks. Okay, oh nice. Uh, um, yeah, and that's it, I can just urge people, just come check out the software. Come talk to me, meet the team that's gonna be behind you. Because without you succeeding, I don't succeed, so. We have to work together. And that's how, that's
4: how it basically goes. Very really good. Sounds great. Again, folks, PremierePerHead.com Matt Mirandi, thank you for joining us. Chris, it's been real. Thank you, sir.